0: This week on the show, we have host of the Making it in Japan podcast, singer, songwriter, voice actress, yeah, that's right, the voice of the iDroid, Donna Burke.
1: You're listening to the Kojima Frequency.
0: Hey, I'm Fingers.
2: Hey, everyone. This is Days Ahead.
0: And I'm
3: Nitroid. You're listening to the Kojima frequency. I'm
1: Archie's technologically uh, challenged here. here. Oh, there's Archie. Oh, hey buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's uh he's listening in.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, we normally just Who just, am I talking to? Um I'm fingers. Who's
1: the who's the lovely like... your fingers? Hi. <laughs> That's and? How Days Ahead. Yep, I'm Days. Hello. Is that your name? Days? I call you Days.
2: That's that's my misnomer, if you will. If you want to call me Days, Chelsea. All oh, right, no. Uh, the show calls me Days, but...
1: <laughs> no, I'm calling you Days. <laughs> yep. And whereabouts are
2: you, Days? I'm actually in Virginia, if that's what you're asking.
1: That's what I'm asking. Although we'll have to edit that out because that's a uh, top secret. Yeah, getting doxed by Donna. No, um.
0: <laughs> doxed by Donna. <laughs>
2: but yeah, no, we're actually we're in Virginia, and then Nitroid, I believe, he's in Nashville, Tennessee.
0: Yeah, I'm in Richmond, Virginia. Nashville
1: tends like, nice, and like you're Nitroids. in Virginia as well. Cool. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry, this is taking yeah. so long. Nature's lost in the wires is where he's at right now. Lost
1: in the wires. It's all right. I, I, <laughs> I don't have anything after this, so don't. Oh,
0: great. Just. Uh, we didn't want to take up too much of your time.
1: Don't yeah. worry. I'm not like. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got, to, I've got to water the garden.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, so,
1: you know, you <laughs> keep this moving along because, uh, yeah.
2: Those, those plants, they get irate if you don't give them their uh, their water.
1: It's actually pissing down with rain. So that's um I just invented that as a it's something to do. Have you guys got into baking during the pandemic?
2: Um, I was pretty into baking um beforehand, but I've I've kind of done more things from scratch. Like my version of baking um back in the day, I don't know how familiar you are with these in America, is is taking the Pillsbury box, like the the cake mix box, and then adding a little like almond flavoring to it. Um, but with this pandemic, I've tried to be more like holistic with the cooking or more organic, I guess, um you know, starting from scratch yeah. or like you know like like you said, like making bread, and I was gonna ask like is what was bread making was that something that you um learned during quarantine, or is that something you've always done
1: well i did I learned sourdough, so I used to make bread before. Ooh. But I never ever made sourdough. So I got into making sourdough. And making sourdough crackers. And um yeah, so, so sourdough is like taking it to the next level.
2: Yeah, that is that is bread making like Three (laughs)
0: hundred and one, advanced level. Yeah, (laughs) bread making hard mode. Yeah, but
1: it's it's
0: (laughs) bread making. Yeah, and it was
1: just fun. It was just so many days where there's nothing much happening. So, yeah, it was really you know there's a beginning, a middle, something to look forward to. That Mm. smell just kind of permeates your apartment.
0: The smell. We used to have this. The humble
1: bragging. Oh, these crackers! I just made them myself.
0: Yeah, we used to have this machine where it's just like you would you would pour like a mix in it or something and it would it would, you know, bake the bread in there. But that, that used that used to make the house smell so good. I love that thing. But that that's nowhere near the level of, you know, that that's, that's I actually bought a bread
1: making machine. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good though.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the, the bread it made was great.
2: I like to think that bread making mm-hmm. machines are the new rice making machines. Like I remember getting my first rice maker. And that changed my life. And now, oh. like, I got a bread maker. Oh, here he Yay. is! Woo-hoo. I made it. <laughs> hey.
0: I'm not seeing. I'm seeing sorry that. that took so long. Is it working? I'm not actually seeing. No
3: worries. This sounds like a you problem. Okay. Nice background.
0: There it is. Got it. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. We're good.
1: Um, Nitroid. Nice background. Thank you. I think you get uh, nine out of ten for that. You got a plant. You've got but, a neat bookshelf.
3: My wife bought me the plant. Under the, the the strict promise that I would not kill it,
0: doing a good job.
3: So far, so good.
0: <laughs> Whoa, it looks
1: like it's happy. It looks very happy there. Yeah,
3: it's so dramatic though. If you don't water it uh, when it wants water, the whole thing just, and just droops instantly. Oh, that's it's, co- it's hilarious!
1: That's nice. It's, it's a good communicator. It's a
3: good communicator. Yeah, I like it's that. it's. I'm done with plants, so this is perfect for me.
0: I actually had a snake plant. And uh, I live in an attic room where I have, like, skylights. And so during the summertime, it just, like, beams down in here and just turns into, like, an oven. So even the snake plant uh, didn't make it up here. And that one's supposed to be, like, impossible to kill. Made me me real sad. And that one just all of a sudden just started keeling over. I was like, man, can't even raise a snake plant up here.
1: (laughs) So can I just get a bit of background about who you are and what you do apart from this podcast, just so I can... And how you will know each other.
0: Who wants to kick that off? I
2: guess I can go first, because we have already kind of have a repertoire. When the the sun goes down, I put on my mask, uh, and I'm days ahead. Um, we, we, I do a little bit of streaming. Um, a lot of streaming, actually, in the realm of Metal Gear, Resident Evil, and Silent Hill. So I think that'll tell you sort of oh. the questions that we might dive <laughs> into today. Um, but outside of that, you know, I like photography um i like to read outside of video games and uh i have a pixie bobcat who is 20 pounds overweight
1: so (laughs) (laughs) oh so you're a cat lady love it fingers what about you
0: yeah i'm fingers uh i I, i'm fingers because i can bend my fingers all the way back um it's like a (laughs) ellers stainless okay yeah Yeah. uh but yeah i'm gonna scare away I'm a uh, I'm a musician, music producer, you know, a, a DJ uh, sometimes. But yeah, I do a lot of uh, Metal Gear remixes. I've done a lot of remixes of uh, songs that you're involved with, uh, "Hanging by a Thread" being one of them. Um, I was actually the runner-up of that contest. I'm not sure if you remember from that. Yes, so.
1: yes, I yeah. I do remember. In fact, we 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 were just talking about you, <laughs> completely unrelated to this, because of. Um, you know, some publishing thing was saying because we released Mm. your version and Mm. oh my god. Anyway, so yeah.
0: Just uh, music and Metal Gear and you know, big time gamer. Um just been been playing. So you make your living
1: from music. That's pretty Mm -hmm. awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm part of this thing. You make your
1: living from music. That's really
0: called uh there's this thing called pretzel. They give out sync licenses to streamers, and I get royalty payments from that. But uh,
1: Sync. They give out sync Licenses. I don't even know what you're what you're uh, saying. Basically, if someone's can on, you explain you, more? You know,
0: like all the DMCA copyright crackdowns that have been happening. So, like the people on yes. the people on Twitch that are playing either their games and they they want music in the background. Well, all these record labels are basically just going, no, you can't play that. You know, give us our money, and then it ends up taking the the whole stream down. So with Pretzel, you basically give right. them a license to to have your music in a catalog that they then have access to that it's not striking their content and it's just, it's safe for them to use. And oh, then that's awesome! you get paid from, you know, just the royalties from that. So they pay better than Spotify.
1: Right. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Spotify. Yeah. What if I. <laughs> Spotify.
0: Yeah. Nitroid.
3: Um, hey, uh, I go by Nitroid, but hey. my, name's, my name's Ryan. I guess uh I don't I don't really know how to explain this to all. Well. I guess uh, I used to do some games press work, uh a lot of it covered around Metal Gear and, and Kojima. Um, but nowadays I just kinda complain on Twitter a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> um, and do this. But um So not not as much these days.
1: Um thank you for letting me see you all. I really like it. Um Yeah, it's fun.
0: It does make uh just I don't, get out yeah. I don't
1: get out much. I
3: don't get out much. real
0: people.
1: <laughs> yeah, like exactly. I to say thank you for indulging me.
0: Oh, thank you so much for coming on. It, it really is an honor to have you on. You know, it's just you know you've been a huge part in the the music and Metal Gear, and as a musician, that makes it a huge part for me. And you know, I'm sure these these two are also big fans of your work and stuff. So it's uh, it's great to have you. Thank on.
1: you. Thank you. It's fun to be here.
0: It's uh, it's it's kind of a it's a different environment, like being uh in podcasting, because like, you know, like you said, it's like this just you know casual conversation, and you get to kind of just like be yourself and just chill, and you know let people see yeah. who you are and stuff. Yeah. And uh that's that was one thing tuning into the Make It Into Japan podcast. It was it was like whoa, who who's this Donna? Like oh, okay, cool. Like th- you know this is. This is great.
2: It's definitely made us less intimidated.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I'll need to finish that podcasting because I want uh that's no good. I'm losing my uh, scariness. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad to hear that.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really enjoyable to just, uh, you know, to just hear somebody like you just, you know – just go off on stuff and i, I think i heard my like, heard my first like f-bomb from me i was like okay cool here we go <laughs> oh
3: no
1: i i do like an f i do like an f-bomb <laughs>
0: you gotta have them every once in a while so.
1: yeah and actually <laughs> part of me is going like, isn't that sort of lazy and then the person off shut up yeah I can, i'm you're not like the boss of me voice in my head i can say whatever i want <laughs> yeah. it's my podcast yeah it's I like just that. avoided saying an F bomb there in case uh, something. Oh, afterwards. we can totally
0: fucking cuss yeah. on here. It's yeah. Like yeah, no, it's, it's, it's like no. that. No, they're it's they're like that line. away. They're <laughs> fine.
2: It's like that line. away. <laughs> <God.
0: God. laughs> so, is that kind of like uh, why you wanted to to start the podcast, though, with, uh, with Indigo?
1: So I could do the F bombs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, just to show your more casual side. <laughs> be more
2: metaphorical candid and have fun F-bombs. with it.
1: <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> okay, here's the scoop. Uh, Indigo had posted on Twitter that he was having a hard time. Mm-hmm. This is about only about a, six, five weeks ago. You can look back, <laughs> yeah. and so I was, oh, I, I love Indigo, he's um become a, a friend. Um, mm. I met him at my last gig that I ever did before COVID hit, in uh, and I've really loved working with him, and I, so I gave him a, a course. Let's uh, let's check in. I'd you know see how you're doing, and as we were talking for about an hour, he goes, "We should record this.
3: Yeah, people would want to
1: hear <laughs> this chat." And of course, he's a he's a YouTube king. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "Okay, I don't care." He's to- um, and he does all the techie techie side of it mm-hmm. because it is true. There's a lot of um, you know, I'm a I'm at a different stage of my career and he's at a different stage and he's got like heaps of stuff that I don't know about and I've got experiences that he doesn't know about. So it's it's really fun to hear, to just to go back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I agree, like it, it's fun. I love listening to podcasts. Like, I'm a huge fan of Tim Ferriss and just hearing people talk. Yeah. Uh, as you drive along and... Sometimes I, I listen to podcasts, I have tears in my eyes. I'm so moved. I find out uh, all sorts of things yeah. that I never. So, yeah, that's, that's how it started. Yeah. And I'm so lonely. <laughs> I'm so lonely because I don't have dinner parties. I don't go out. I stay home. It's so talking to Indigo and talking to you guys is really fun. So, thank thank you. <laughs> thank yeah. you.
0: That's, yeah, I think we're all this kind
1: is of a feeling new that.
0: socializing. Yeah, it's it's definitely filling that that social gap that we were all definitely experiencing and just not being able to go out and play music or perform music. It's just like, oh, this is killing me. Just not I'm used to seeing a lot of people at once and this just like long-form discussion type is definitely filling some kind of gap for me. So I yeah. think it's kept us all It's, kind it's of sane. like the
1: dinner party is, is mm-hmm. an unsafe. Yeah, it's an unsafe environment. And this is like um it's it's really filling a, a, a deep need yeah for me and for you just to connect with people
3: mm-hmm. yeah now you're in you're still in Japan. Even though right? I
1: do have four cats. <laughs> I am in Tokyo right now. Yep, uh, but so I, guess- I go back and forth between Tokyo and Gunma, so that's why when you see me on the podcast, I'm in different places.
3: Yeah. Okay, so you so you do still get to travel a bit then, at least.
1: Oh, yeah, and I, I pop into my Bashi Costco on the way sometimes if I'm really lucky. So, yeah, I've got a fabulous, exciting life. Going to supermarkets. Thank you for reminding me about that. Dude, no, yeah, that's- I, I, I'm very lucky. I have two places I can go back and forth. Nitroid is really trying
2: to fill in the mundane about Japan because he really wants to go to Japan, and he's even entertain the idea of moving the podcast operation to japan that was
3: was
0: a joke (laughs) after we found out
2: that i was working from home like semi-permanently so yeah yeah
0: Nitrade wants to make it in japan as well i mean okay so like (laughs) i mean for
3: for for people like me for people outside of japan you know it all seems very romantic and i'm sure that that romanticism fades when you've spent a significant enough amount of time there right I mean that's that's just that's any country that's not yeah. exclusive to Japan. Yeah.
1: But the funny thing is I came to Japan with no romance, romantic ideas. I came uh, just for work. I'd mm. never been a, a a Japanophile. I was exhausted from um from doing um where Australians go to and they do Europe. And all I got to do was the UK. And after that, I was like, I don't want to see another castle. I'm so sick of sightseeing. <laughs> I can't even, no, there's no Europe. I can't do it. And I just wanted to get a job. And this was the easiest place for me to get a job, Japan. So so in a way, I had no culture shock. I had no, like, oh, that's not, that's not how I read about it in the anime. In yeah. <laughs> I'm completely clueless. So that's been good, actually, because... Yeah. I, I haven't been disappointed.
0: Yeah, when you when you have no expectations, <laughs> it's like there you go. Yeah. You just
2: <laughs> it seems like you had the opposite way where it's like they're like, Oh, I, I you know, or they forego the whole job thing and go for like, you know, this dream lifestyle, whereas you're like, What what lifestyle? I'm just looking for a job. Like Yeah,
0: and you go there like, Oh, this is actually kinda nice here.
2: All right, cool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. An anime? Nah.
3: <laughs> Is that fairly common though, going from Australia to Japan?
1: It is. Because we're in the same time zone and we're literally going up. Mm-hmm. And in the last 10 years, the skiing in Japan has become a huge magnet for Australians who. And Australia – when I came here, Australia was not so wealthy. And now Australians are quite wealthy. There were a lot of money to travel. And Japan's just like a it's such a great destination. 10 hour flight, direct flight, you get up here it's safe so you're in a very foreign environment but it's safe and yeah, it's 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 very much a magnet
0: yeah compare what's that flight from australia to europe that's that's probably a, a track
1: that's a shocker there's now there's a direct flight from perth where i'm from to direct to london i think that's Nearly 19 hours. Oh, my. But normally it takes you oh two man. flights. You have to go to Dubai and then change. So mm. 20, 24 hours.
0: Ah.
2: I was f- going to say, I bet that's a hell of a layover. <laughs> yeah. You just stay in the middle of a, yeah. a little, like, yeah.
1: Yeah. So Japan's cool. I'm 10 hours to LA. I'm 12 hours to London. I'm 10 hours to Perth or Sydney. I'm three hours to China, which, that's so cool, huh? I feel like I'm – I'm yeah. the king of the world. Yeah, it's a great spot.
0: Yeah, so that's like just going in. You, were you starting out doing more like on the music side, or, or was it the the voice acting? Because I see like your earliest voice acting credit. No, I started up
1: with music. Okay. Yeah, so definitely it was music, and the you know the how I got my start was singing at weddings. Okay. So I I used to sing at weddings in Australia. So I sang at weddings and through that I got the first my first recording gigs, which were singing for T V commercials, and that led to me singing for um uh I, I can't remember my first I have to go Wikipedia myself. I think Gundam movie okay. which is my first um big thing which was pretty awesome
3: yeah yeah definitely. that was in super. 2000
1: was was that we a weird like- moment
3: for you when you realized you had a wikipedia page
1: super because i didn't make it i was like who
0: what this <laughs> is accurate yeah I
2: know. <laughs> who gives this much of a shit like, then, not- <laughs> <laughs> you know you made one. it
3: though right
1: <laughs> i totally and the other thing is there's all these jobs on there that i have no recollection of doing which, which are true so some people say, you know, I remember when you did Violet Rumble Roses, and I've like we just talking know, about that. Really, was that that really stinky cupboard that I recorded something in? Yeah. And <laughs> Which which stinky room, which shitty studio was that? You know, like, and they're like, how did you feel when you did it? Hot and sweaty because there was no air conditioner in there.
0: Yeah. You oh, know, man. but that's
1: not what the fans want to hear.
0: Yeah. I've
1: been, I've had to just keep it all inside. <laughs> yeah. No, it's pretty cool having a Wikipedia page.
0: Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a diverse uh portfolio. I mean, you definitely do, you've done motion cap and just, you know, voiceover work and lyricist work. So it's you you've, it seems like you're like a, a Swiss Army knife kind of just in the uh in the whole video game process kind of. Thank you.
1: I I do try to be versatile. Yeah. I do try to be versatile. Yes. No, it's fun. Yeah. Who who wouldn't who would say no to mocap?
0: Yeah, I mean, right. unless you yeah. Is that, like, how did they kind of reach out to you? Is that, uh, were you kind of, like, just, were you doing the other gigs and then they're like, hey, we need somebody else to do mocap or, or did they, or did you, like, kind of seek that work No, out?
1: I, I've, well, back in the day, now I've had friends who did mocap for um, Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, you're, it's going to change your life. It's going to be, <laughs> because they didn't tell me it was just the mocap. And so... It wasn't until I was like, "Oh my god, I've got to take you to the Tokyo Game Show." It's just gonna—you'll be able to do Comic Cons because you're in Death Stranding. I mean, this is an incredible, man! And then it turns out that they—they they just did the mocap and there's no voices. It's and I was devastated for them. Mm-hmm. But back in my day, back in the <laughs> early two thousands, right?
3: Yeah,
1: they didn't have. The budget's for the big stars, did they? So mm. they had to go with the locals and I just answered a um, answered a uh, aud- audition and auditioned and got in that way. Gotcha. And I begged to be a, I kept saying, I'm a singer, I'm a singer, don't you want to give me the theme song? And they like, refused <laughs> for both Silent Hill 2 and 3, the yeah. bastards. <laughs> someone else, yeah. <laughs>
3: Well, that's oh, that's kind of how they got a lot of the cast for Silent Hill, too. At least that's what I've heard. Is that they just sort of went out and and were just asking almost random people, something like that.
1: Well, thanks, Nitroid. Thanks a lot. <laughs> All I right, put mouth a very on that exclusive one. Exclusive process that I was just like, I, I well, devastated. I'm devastated. i was part of a <laughs> select yeah, few. Let's just move along. Next yeah. question. <laughs> this is why Next I. Question. I this... No, but that, that sounds. <laughs> That sounds pretty pretty uh, pretty realistic actually um, so yeah, there was there was not a very big talent pool, and that's why how did you break it into video games Dana? Mm. and it's like, well, because there was hardly any competition yeah hello <laughs> I said it here back in the day there wasn't much and so that's how I got my big break folks mm. by this being is why i don't work in a PR. mediocre <laughs> talent in a very small Pond. (laughs) And then I made the most of it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well hey, then you ended up. And then then by the time
1: it became video games became cool, they got the film stars. Sorry.
0: Well you got you got in there for the iDroids, so that's that's a pretty uh that's a pretty iconic, you know, voice acting gig for me. That's you know that's Compliment detected. Oh, yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you mentioned, um, it, uh, going to the iDroid, and I kind of wanted to jump back to this topic. You mentioned that you wrote songs for commercials. Were those like like jingles for companies? And if yes. so, do you feel like. Very
1: high quality ones. <laughs> I
2: would love to hear these because I'm a sucker for commercial jingles myself. But I almost felt like, do you feel like having that experience... Like, I almost feel like the iDroid voice is very, like... I don't want to say, like, ironically commercial, but, like, it's very perky and commercial given the circumstances. Like, it's it's the assistant to, like, a a criminal warlord, but it's so perky, like it's from a commercial. (laughs) And I almost feel like maybe some of that perkiness from the the commercial jingles came into the iDroid. But maybe
1: that's my head making the connection. Well, the the iDroid is simply... So, you know, you're wrong. And categorically, I'll say that that was the worst and the most incorrect. Uh, But thank you. Thank you for offering your opinion. However, it is incorrect.
0: Donna's on fire tonight. Donna's coming in sweet.
3: We're all going to get destroyed tonight. That's just how this is going to go.
0: I'd rather rather be wrong than
2: not know it all, okay?
1: No, oh. good on you, good on you, Days. You've got a good sense of humor. I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't think you had a good sense of humor. No, no, really um, this it. is how we show love in Australia <laughs> by insulting people. So, you know, consider yourself yeah. loved. Oh. Um, and an Aussie, Aussie love bomb where we just like just hurl insults at you. So, um, no, I got the job simply that I droid because I'm the voice on the Shinkansen and it's a very, and um, Kojima san knows that I. I so I, even before I worked on any Metal Gear, I'd been doing that voice for seven years. So before he even met me, he knew I was the voice of the Shinkansen, mm-hmm. which is like saying you're the voice of... Um, Every aeroplane that's flying around America that says, please put your seatbelts on now, (laughs) we'll soon be descending. You know, like, and (laughs) everyone, so it's not like, well, I've only travelled American airlines. I've not heard the Delta ones. Everyone's heard it because Mm. it's a Shinkansen. It's like a public... Yeah. yeah. So it was this incredibly iconic voice that millions of people have heard many, many times. Mm-hmm. And that when I went into the recording for iDroid, it was simply, can you do that voice without getting sued by J.R. <laughs> East? And I said, it's my voice. So no, I, it's fine. I can do whatever.
0: Seems pretty. And in the
1: convenient. Japanese game of Metal Gear Solid, I had to record all of these Easter eggs, which have got funny station names in Japanese and also... In wrong, wrong Japanese. Well, not wrong, but Japanese stations of the Shinkansen which don't actually exist. Okay. So yeah. there was this whole level of meta jokes about me being the Shinky Lady.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we we didn't we didn't pick up on that at all with our versions. <laughs> with as much voice work as you've done in Japan, do you ever
3: get recognised just talking to anybody?
1: Yeah, nah. not Or oh, you know, because. I actually talk like this most of the time in my normal Australian accent, and uh, and 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 the, and the Shinkansen voice is completely fake, and I'm smiling and have a very very soft tone. Yeah. So I like don't actually talk like that in real voice, life, yeah. but I have been recognised a few when I go to the shop. Yeah. So I I get recognized because someone saw me on a Japanese T V show about did you know who the voice is behind the Shinkansen? So that's how Oh they saw you they saw me on TV. So it's more by about sight. But yeah. it's okay. happened about like five times. Oh wow. Nothing. Oh okay. When I yeah. wear my I'm the voice of the Shinkansen t shirt back in front, you know. <laughs> That works, but uh, yeah.
2: Wow, that's I'm trying to think of what I would do cuz I before covid I traveled a lot for business and I'm trying to think of what I'd do if I ever met like the airplane lady.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know what I'd say. What I do is I I ask people for their phone and I re- always do a recording of it. <laughs> so and so they've got something to laugh about with their friends later. That's so great. I I that's I cool. got. I stopped in a shop uh, earlier this year, and it just yeah. I just, I mean, Mark Hamill was singing people's birthday songs for years. Like mm-hmm. I thought, if he's got time to do that, <laughs> I've surely got time to, you know, grab someone's phone and record myself.
3: Yeah,
1: mm. I've got it. I just want to tell you, I'm wearing this the shirt mm-hmm. that I wore in 2013 to sing. At Capitol Records, Sins of the Father. Oh wow. <laughs> it has been washed and ironed since then. <laughs> but this is what I'm I'm wearing this in honor of today, guys. So ah, yeah.
0: Thank you. That, that's awesome. Uh, that's so cool that you did that.
1: Mm, it, I keep it in a special drawer. So yeah, this is the this is what I wore. That's uh
0: that's a that's a favorite for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: Now I've got a bit of a secret to tell you about that too, for mm-hmm. Sins of the Father. I had a cold when I recorded that. And if you hear the very first thing, you'll hear me blind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I had a cold. And I was like, why can't they use the other all the other demo recordings that we did? But no, they use that bit.
2: Well, blind. it's impossible
3: to notice.
2: Yeah. Now,
1: well, now I'm never going to unhear that. Oh, now that I'm talking,
2: you cannot <laughs> not hear it! Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, that's that's not necessarily, like, a, a negative thing, though, either. Like, I'm, I'm sure, like, you, you as an artist might say, like, oh, I wanted them to use this other take of it. But uh, just the version that came out for me, you know, it's just, like, that's, it's just got that character to it, you know, to where it fits the emotion of the song and, and stuff. So maybe just, maybe a cold helped it out. I, I don't know, but... I've heard you do it live too, so Maybe I Maybe because it
1: makes it sound like I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> Maybe like I'm wearing one of those interrogation masks and yeah. it's like, oh.
0: <laughs> like, because I'm, you know, about to be tortured. Just throw a little bit of just like muffled color on it, yeah.
2: That'd be very, like, thematically appropriate.
0: Yeah, it's, it's,
1: that's true. That's why you um, just... It's not my, I wasn't the person who mixed it and made that call. And as just as a performer, you're just like, oh, I wish I was in the top, top (laughs) quality sound when I did that. But yeah,
0: it is what it is. Easy to be our own self-critics for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Artists are always their worst critics. Yeah, and the the fact that like, I've heard, you know, you, you sing that song many times in many iterations and you hit that, that one note that whoa that that uh, and i'm not even going to attempt to go that's why i just stayed right <laughs> in the key that i'm in right now but uh yeah i mean you hit that note live every time and it's just like it's 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 that that feeling of just sending chills down the spine i forget the term for it i can't think of it but it, you know you just get that whole like tickle going down and the word i couldn't think of was frisson now we had a cold. goosebumps <laughs> yeah
1: what a privilege that song is just such a an amazing song and mm. it's like just it's an incredible creation on its on its own like it's what a great song <clears throat> i'm not talking about my performance i'm just talking about the song
0: uh, just yeah as a whole your your performance included i mean i think that's that's one thing that really brings that song to the next level i mean when you you know when you take that away from it you know it's 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 just not going to hit as hard for me so um, Thanks
1: fingers, compliment detected <laughs> Compliment <not> a, <laughs>
3: received
0: Yeah And that's this is, uh, this is you something go. I can cut out of the show too But that that is a song Like one of the first Metal Gear remixes I did I chopped up that song And put like a drum beat over it And put Kaz saying They played us like a damn fiddle over it And it 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 kind of exploded on YouTube And that's kind of When everybody hears my stuff They're like, wait, you're that They played us like a damn fiddle remix guy, aren't you? And the, the sample included in that is of course that that whoa ho big impact on on Sins of the Father. So it, it's it's kind of meta here that we're that we're meeting here and talking today. <laughs> yeah,
1: that, keep that in the show. Everyone that's right, cool. 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 That, that's really cool.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like it's for me it's always been like this unofficial remix that's like bootleg and I didn't get any sample clearance from, you know. So it's just like it's always been one of those things where it's like
1: I hear you. I hear you. As an
0: independent small artist, it's like, oh god, if I get hit with one of these, you know, one of these suits or whatever, it's going to end up bad for me. But Konami
1: seems pretty cool about stuff like that, though. And that's I've noticed. Konami's
0: been great with me on that regard. Like they've they've given me kind of a a hands off. Like, hey, we see you and we support you. You know, we're not really you know coming after you per se, but. Yeah. When it when it comes to like official samples and like I I keep clear of like Spotify and stuff like that cuz I know that's when like the legality of it gets a little gets a little murky.
3: Yeah, that algorithm's going to get you.
0: <laughs> and that was what was so cool to then eventually do an official remix for you on the on the hanging by a thread contest and then for that to get put on Spotify I was like, yeah, cool, we're we're doing the real thing now. So that, that was kind of like a level up thing where we like officially signed some paperwork and figured it out, so that was definitely an honor for me. So yeah,
1: thanks for that. Yeah, <laughs> let's, uh let's hope uh, we they uh, call us back for the, uh, for that the actual official yeah. movie theme. <laughs> Hello, Jordan Vote Roberts, if you're listening.
0: <laughs> Shout out, wink, Jordan. wink. Yeah, and that that had to have been kind of weird for you hearing from uh, people about the Eminem uh, sampling your uh, Glassy Sky song from Tokyo Ghoul. All of a sudden, being like, "Oh, wait, what? Like, what was that experience like here in?" hearing about that well moment. it turns
1: out they didn't sample my version they sampled amelie's
0: oh really that's an updated mm. news story for me i didn't i didn't follow up on that then
1: talk about like next level no Oof. <laughs> he didn't <laughs> sample my version he sampled a cover of wow. someone who sounds like me amelie
0: okay so, <laughs> i think
1: she's amazing and um good luck good good honor good honor and it turned out that why why that happened was that that is that it's you can get the rights clearance on a cover not on the actual much easier to and quicker to get the rights on a cover
0: Mm -hmm.
1: there you go yeah because
0: for people that don't know there's there's two rights there's the recording and then the composition so that you got i guess half of that sample clearance license and then the recording was under her cover so yeah that's that seems the way that that
1: yeah so my voice i don't own that voice Mm -hmm. recording and i don't so um but i had some great news from um the people who own the copyright of the song and they have granted permission for me to do an orchestral version so, because I'm going to be doing a tour uh, in Australia, a concert tour.
0: So that's oh, um, so that's going to be part next of This year one or season. the year that's after.
1: Awesome. And yeah, so they gave permission, and Nick Buck, who is the um, the arranger for the Metal Gear and concert, is going to arrange all the songs. Uh, I've this this week. I've just had Yoko Kano's company's given me permission to do. Um, the real folk blues. Uh, after all, from Gun movie. So it's just, I've got. Oh wow! Nearly wow. all the songs that I wanted.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's unbelievable. And it's clear it's, it's, like, yes! it's only
1: taken about two months, and but it's it's going to be. S- yeah, it's like, <laughs> and this is the, this is the boring part. This is supposed to be the boring part, and it's actually really exciting. <laughs> all the the game companies and the anime companies are being so nice and supportive. So it's and it's just so like oh. Yeah, <laughs> because singing the Metal Gear songs in concert with a symphony orchestra, yeah. is like a drug. Mm-hmm. It oh, I bet. Is, having that behind you, you can yeah, the the, f- the feeling of these mm-hmm. boom, 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 mm-hmm. behind you, and then there's a the audience in front. Oh yeah. man! So I want to have more of that, please. So <laughs> that's why I'm orga- making my own concert series yeah. for symphony.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Yeah.
1: So I'm gonna do my hits and some other greatest hits.
0: And that and that'll just be completely separate from the Metal Gear and Concert series.
1: Yeah. And that's the exciting thing that's is awesome. that um Konami have been really great about that. And um also the owners owners of the the arrangement anyway, everyone's been really yeah. nice, so I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm on cloud. I'm on a bit of a high actually this week.
0: Yeah, that's that's awesome yeah. news. I know how hard getting sample clearance and just cover clearance, especially for live performance. That that that's like a whole other level of it too. So that's that's congrats on that. That's that's awesome news to hear. Can't wait to hear some of those renditions live too with the symphony.
1: Yeah, and I want I want I want fans to come in cosplay. I want that. I've got I've written a cosplay song which are, which I want to honor the audience. I want to. Have uh, shine a spotlight on people, and have them be in a comfortable, beautiful, plush concert hall seat, not in some concreted floor anime con, <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: and uh, feeling really uncomfortable. I want it, I want it to be luxe,
0: where I normally um, perform. Yeah, been there. yeah.
1: And if you're in a hotel, you're like, oh, it's carpeted floor. Okay, that's next level comfort. So, yeah, we'll be competing with a
0: hotel-based
1: anime convention. But, like, when I was in Australia and I met David Hayter in 2019 at a, at a comic con called Supernova, and I was just watching people walking around on the concrete floor and they're beautiful. It's like, God, they must be exhausted. In Splint City yeah. is what I thought. Ow.
2: <laughs> it's pretty tough. Uh I've I I don't I'm a I'm a Vans girl. I usually wear sneakers and I've had cosplay involving like heels and like <laughs> sweaters in it, like summer Atlanta, Georgia weather. So it's not oh, fun. Oh, oh,
3: oh, oh.
2: <laughs> no. Beauty is pain, I guess cosplay. No. But uh know it yeah. uh um, not to make the conversation about me, but it does sound like you said that you got those licenses. And those rates within you said like two months. It sounds like you are ready to like yes. hit the ground running, you know, coming out of COVID and performing out once things come back to normal.
1: That's yeah, that's a plan um days ahead. I'm but it's been three years of me wanting to do this, and various team members in my team have come and gone and just not being able to get anywhere. And this one a uh, girl called Tomomi who's only been working for me f- for 2 months has just done more in 2 months than I ever did in 3 years so it's just timing alignment i've got the support of the australian embassy they're really helping me as well which i think having a big crest which with a big crest like a government support really helps makes <laughs> legitimizes makes, me a
0: little official yeah yeah
1: that
2: <laughs> bureaucracy man it's that yeah. bureaucracy buff
1: uh-huh. Yeah, and they're like, oh, we don't want really any to uh, uh, d- cause any diplomatic problems by not granting her the rights to do this concert celebrating Japanese music in Australia. So I think that's a yes. So shout out to the Aussie Embassy in Tokyo. They've been great.
2: Yes, thank you so much for this, even <laughs> though I might not be able to make it, but we
1: appreciate it nonetheless. No, I'm yeah, going to come to America and do it, so don't worry.
0: You got any cities planned? Come to the East Coast.
1: I've heard of the East Coast. I did come to the East Coast <laughs> several times.
0: Yeah, you did New York. Yeah, we, right? we, we, we do exist. New York. Yeah. <laughs> what
1: do you mean? Everyone knows the East Coast. <laughs> it's the people in the middle who miss out. to
0: say, say we're, we're yeah, like, like down Indian like Westerners. towards the south. So yeah,
3: I like it's, to pretend I'm part of the East Coast, <laughs> even though I'm kind of west of it. So yeah, be fun. Yeah, nothing fun happens here. I mean, we've got Nashville. So
1: <laughs> I love you. Nashville. That's so world famous, mate. Yeah, you got like country oh, music and hot chicken sandwiches.
3: <laughs> we we do. That's 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 what we've got. You are welcome to and come Kidman here. And Nicole treat lives there with you.
1: Keith Urban? Yep.
2: She
3: does. Uh, I don't Does she still? I think she still does.
1: Well no, she's in Australia now for COVID. Oh wow. As all the rich people are. Mm.
3: Oh yeah, there's there are so many celebrities around Nashville, it's crazy. But uh yeah, if you ever if you if you ever bring the concert here, I will I will happily treat you to when Nashville stop, stop. hot chicken. No, it's not
1: <laughs> if ever. It's when All I right. bring the yes. concert to Nashville. Yes. And I'm sure you've yes. got a wonderful symphonic orchestra there. And I'm sure you've got lots of game and anime fans. And we'll do glassy sky with a symphonic arrangement. <laughs> Can't wait. That'd be sick.
0: The and then we'll do the, the
1: hot bread chicken bread. sandwiches after. <laughs> nice. I, I feel like you guys are Debbie Downers. I'm going to be doing the concert <laughs> all over America, dipshits. Oh.
0: We're just scared, so, stop
1: okay?
2: sort of, sort of come,
3: stop, bringing the, wanna, stop bringing down the. We didn't want to bring down the vibe will, by saying will, I'm will not going to be near you. We didn't. I will. I will. Oh, be there. We didn't need
2: people we didn't, skip we didn't, our cities we're people skip our cities during tours. Days. So we're a bit jaded.
0: So we didn't know if you we were going to skip, you know, or, or what, what tour you, dates. So we didn't want to spoil your, your tour lineup. Con- I do have a uh, symphonic orchestra in Richmond. There's the Richmond Symphonic Orchestra. You can hit them up. They're in Richmond, Virginia.
3: Good. Boom. There you go.
0: I will come out for sure,
3: 100%. We have the Nashville Symphony here. So they are, they do exist. Yep.
2: We're like halfway there, <laughs> look, guys. Look,
3: I'm, I'm just saying, I've, ha- I've, I've made the drive to Manhattan once. And it was, and it was a big. <laughs> It was a pain to get there. But I got to see New Order live, and it was totally worth it. Oh, New Ooh. Order. Nice. How, how many hours Is, drive was it? Well, I lived in Ohio at the time, so that was about nine hours. So now it would probably be more like 12. Because okay. we don't have a good train system here. and And so if you want to get somewhere, you're either flying or driving. Yeah. We yeah. gotta, we gotta catch up.
1: But, but I think the National Symphony played on "Sins of the Father." Oh wow! I'm sure I saw it was. Or it, it was the strings were recorded in Nashville. So how's that?
3: That is amazing. A Zara, I did not a know shirt that.
1: bought in Zara. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's, there's all the connections. There's going to be a conspiracy theory. Look,
3: thing I'm about the shirt.
2: stuff.
1: About Nashville, about chicken sandwiches.
3: <laughs> oh God! There's always a conspiracy theory,
2: dude. As long as we get chicken sandwiches at the end,
0: yeah, I um, think I will be happy.
2: But outside, I was going to say I do want to make sure that we talk about this, so I am going to trans veto and transition, take the executive action. um I did kind of want to go back a little bit into Silent Hill or your work in Silent Hill. Uh, first and foremost, since you were the actress for Claudia Wolf, where the where the fuck did her eyebrows go?
1: It's creepier, don't you think? She looks creepier without eyebrows. She does. It's a great <laughs> aesthetic choice. I just want to make, I just
2: want to keep make sure the
1: the, eyebrows are You know are okay. the creepy the creepy thing is when I when I did that game, I had brown curly hair. And then about ten years later, it was all about ironing your hair down, and I became like a bottle blonde. And I looked like Claudia, with with eyebrows, so much oh. so that I changed my hairstyle back because I was like, I look creepy. And there's a photo of me of Koj- and Kojima-san and I look like freaking Claudia, <laughs> with eyebrows. <laughs> Whoa! I have to find
2: that. Oh man, it's it's is it bad that like when you told me that story?
1: No. Why? I was going to say. Is Why it, would is it, it be bad that I'm missing myself?
2: Well, you, you tell me this story and you're talking about like, oh, I, I look like Claudia. This is creepy. And the first thing that's coming in my head is like, my God, that's so much damage to your hair going from like brown curly hair to like dyeing it blonde and then flat, like. No, it's it.
1: very, it, it was very gradual. And um, no, it's very, uh, look, look, days ahead. I had fabulous um, damage control of my blonde, so yeah, that was not a concern. Don't worry about that. My my hair was blonde, a bottle blonde, but silky smooth, lovely.
2: Good, good. See, you can see, I think about this stuff a lot. So,
1: ah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Now I've just got a few streaks. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's funny how she, yeah, the eyebrow, they they took the eyebrows off her to make her look creepy and especially because she's got hair but she'd no eyebrows is 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 it's not like she's got alpaca or something so mm-hmm. yeah
2: i like to picture a scenario where like you know it's the 2000s so she like overstripped or, you know <laughs> there was an accident between her and and leonard and the fucking razors i don't know but
1: talking about accidents once i had a laser peel in australia around the year for all my sun damage. And it basically I look like the English patient. All my face was brown and crusted. Because you know um the Australians have a lot of sun damage. And so I I to keep my dewy youthful complexion I underwent this horrific <laughs> procedure, which I would never do now. And I remember going to near Byron Bay, going to the the, the supermarket and getting something and and I said, oh, you're looking at my face. And this guy said, yeah, me and my mate are just wondering though because, you know, you look like you've uh, opened the oven door and, you've, you know, you've burnt <laughs> the shit out of your face. But why are your eyebrows still there? <laughs> and I was like, well, that's a, it's a good point, mate. You'd be a top detective. I said, this is for me. This was a self-inflicted beauty treatment. So, yeah.
0: And you asses. Sorry, dudes. I've just <laughs> reigned on Claudia's. Brutal. honestly. We were yeah.
1: talking about Silent Hill, and now we just took it.
2: Yeah. That, was a very, yeah. that was a very Australian exchange, and it was like, you look like shit. And it was like, <laughs> Me and Nicole Kidman,
1: we, we, you know, we, we have to take all our freckles off. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I'm actually 84 years old because I've had so many laser things. I only look 56. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, you
2: did a great job.
1: Yeah. Very, it's working. It's working. She born in 1934. Oh <laughs> you look great. Well,
2: going outside of shitting on uh, Claudia, um, we can take it more of an, a positive note for Silent Hill. Um, you also did the voice work for Angela and two. And I almost feel like. That was a, like, oh gosh, what am I trying to say here? I think that was just a fantastic job. I mean, I feel like it was in a time where we definitely didn't emphasize mental health the way we do now, or at least it wasn't as prevalent in fiction. And for some, a video game, of all things, to hit the nail on it. And the acting that you did, I feel like hit the nail for Angela's past and her behavior and her troubles. For that to happen in a video game in like two thousand one, i mean I still look back on it and it it it's still it, it's incredible to me
0: compliment detected
1: <laughs> i went back <laughs> went back and um i've written a song about angela um for uh, i think it's um i can't remember the title of it um yeah, and I revisited all of her pain and um maybe i think it's like maybe. Something about suffering in the title, um, but yeah, it's like it is pretty dark, and um, and knowing that people even these days suffer abuse from you know family members, sexual abuse, and and mistreatment. That's the thing about um, you know it's, it might be a game, but you're really learning, with, you know, going into someone else's world, w- walking in someone's shoes. Yeah, yeah pretty pretty powerful stuff.
2: Definitely.
3: Yeah, I mean that used to be the exclusive domain of books, movies, TV shows, and now you've got this this emerging medium that has for for such a long time been seen sort of as a kid's toy is starting to sort of broach mm. into these areas and 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 appeal to wider audiences and tackle difficult subjects. Mm. It's 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 interesting to see how how um, the interactive element of this has sort of started to to interplay with a lot of this uh the, you know the the more complicated subjects Hmm. Mm. well
1: you know I don't play video games like that because I find them too just absolutely too realistic and um it, it, so i could I could read all of the game of Thrones books because there's no sound there's no there's no visual. There's just my imagination. If things get too uncomfortable, I can just, you know, it's very easy to just disengage. Mm-hmm. You did but a the TV lot show, I couldn't Game watch it because it was just too. The music, just
2: oh, yeah. pattern. I was saying, and you could you could do that a lot when you're reading through a Song of Ice and Fire. You just close the book and walk away <laughs> <laughs> when you you have to decompress. That's
1: yeah. The sympathetic nervous system. My brain can't tell the difference. That it's reality, not reality. So, in a in, on stage when I'm acting, the, I know I'm acting. But in a game, I feel like it's too. Just a moment. The,
0: yeah, the, someone's <laughs> at the door. <laughs> I heard that too. Package received.
1: So, where, where, where were you? Where, what were you talking about? Sorry about that. Oh, <laughs> video
0: games about- and mental health and them being a kind of a medium. For oh that. yeah,
1: but how realistic okay. video games are and mm-hmm. how. I I actually can't tell that it's not reality. Mm -hmm. So I actually think I'm about to be killed. Yeah, it can be true. It's definitely not fun. That's not fun. (laughs) Maybe uh, car games, uh, but but, like the military stuff. Yeah. Or anything scary like stealth. Oh, hello, darling. Uh,
2: Yep. I just.
1: (laughs) Uh, The people who can't. (laughs) Oh, what a handsome. Person, <laughs> oh, very lovely. Hello, very darling. Lovely Do you want to look at Archie? Hi, cat
3: stream. Is we got Archie. some cat, cat is not streams. That on. overweight
1: <laughs> cat stream. There we go.
0: Cat cast.
1: Actually, Archie fell off the balcony. Uh, oh no! Three days ago, he <gasps> got uh, frightened by a crow, because the crows are about this big. And then we hear this scratching and he's trying to get in our bedroom at 4am Oh no! and uh he was so sc- he was uninjured but yeah oh
0: darlings <laughs> it's like my biggest fear this has got
1: nothing to do with with anything so let's get back to the topic <laughs>
0: <laughs> um let's see uh yeah definitely pushing through you know like the stressful horror games and the video games i can you know s- some people are all for it but yeah i can i can they're not for everybody for sure like st- you, you were talking about stealth games too. That's that's like a a whole other type of different yeah. stress.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> too real. <laughs> mm.
0: So, are, th- are but I could a- watch
1: someone else get killed. That's fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so VR is completely off the table. Um, let's see. Yeah, uh, I think
1: so. Unless it was some fairyland. Yeah. Where <laughs> it's nice beach vacation were type deal on yeah. magic parachutes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So are, are rehearsals uh, going to be starting up soon for, for this tour or uh, are things still kind of we right at, now?
1: No, we're not there. No, there's uh, the, 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 we're still in preparation mode. Mm. Um, so everything's pretty – Australia has got a containment policy whereas Japan has got a – let's just live with, with coronavirus. So now we're just waiting for the Olympics to come, which is um, going to be interesting. You know yeah. all the athletes from all over the world <laughs> coming here, so yeah, it's a bit scary
3: now they're they're still limiting tourism, correct?
1: yeah it, it's uh, but it, the weird thing is in within Japan I could go on a tourist I could go up and down Japan. there's no border restrictions within Japan once you're here, but yeah, there's no it's it's funny like walking around Tokyo now is like what it was fifteen years ago when there really were no tourists. Because up up until COVID, the, the place was heaving with, with, with visitors from overseas, and mm. now it's very um, just the people who live here. Yeah. But congrats on America. You guys did a shit job, and now you're doing a great job. <laughs> yeah. With your vaccinations yeah. and everything. It's awesome.
3: Yeah. We're... Hey, look, I just
0: live here. Good, Good recovery.
1: I don't wanna... yeah, you stumble, but it's like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wore my mask. We limped
2: past the finish line. <laughs> I wore Ew. my mask
0: the whole fucking time. <laughs> yay, yeah. Yay. I I
2: literally yeah. just stepped in the bar for the first time in over a year for my birthday.
1: So
0: sadly, Nitroid actually caught oh, it uh, for a short bit.
1: Congratulations.
3: Okay. Yeah, I, I actually had COVID. Uh and we we took every precaution.
0: Uh that sucked. Most likely from, not your, fun. from your kids, right? Wow. did you say that was probably the vector for it? Yeah. Probably. I,
3: Yeah, the kids had a little bit of a sniffle. My my wife had a flu for a little under a week, and I was in bed dying for two weeks. It was the worst experience I've ever Ah,
1: had. Ah, poor thing.
3: Uh, yeah. There was one day I I was just eating and lost my sense of taste and smell almost instantly, and was like, "Oh, that's a bad sign." Yeah. Sure enough.
1: COVID. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just in news in Australia, they um. They found, because they have a complete containment policy, they once someone is found to have COVID, which they usually have caught in quarantine, they go through all the CTVs to see who they interacted with before they knew that they were infected. And they worked out that you can get COVID. Of course, the two people had no masks on. They were in the same shop for 10 seconds, not talking to each other. And they, one person just breathed their air for ten seconds, and wow. he got COVID. Like it's 80. so uh, infectious. Yeah, it, you know, <clears throat> incredible. Ten seconds.
0: That's that's wild. It's nuts. Yeah. Well, hopefully, everybody slowly gets to get back to back to a little bit of normal, and we we get to start hearing some Metal Gear music out in the wild. You know, out of these. Uh, <laughs> with, you know, we hear some hoes in the distance. Maybe in a year's time, to, I think. Yeah.
2: yeah, I'm ready to go back to concerts, yeah. man. You guys, deserve it'll
1: s- happen.
0: Yeah,
2: that itch, ah, oh, you're killing me.
3: Oh. <laughs> I just want to sit in restaurants
0: again. I just want to turn knobs. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's the thing, isn't it? It's being in a restaurant. Yeah, that's what I, I miss. What are you going to keep doing? Once COVID's finished, that you some new way of being that you've taken on that you're not going to give up
3: mm. working from home. Hopefully, this has been great. Yeah, my
1: <laughs> boss just told
2: me that she doesn't care if we work from home or not. So <gasps> I'm like, okay,
1: oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome because you get so much more time. Look, Americans do ridiculous commutes, like an hour each way,
0: yeah,
1: you know, an hour like. You travel a long way for for your work, often in a car, listening to podcasts. That's nice, but to get two hours a day back must be huge. And to not have to
2: wear pants with working—that's even bigger <laughs> impact.
1: Uh, I, I'm sorry, but I am wearing elastic pants <laughs> <laughs> That's like really the one level up. below. I, I, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't think this was going to be on. Uh, we're going to be on camera. I, I just went the full, you know, <laughs> lackey deck.
3: Oh, you're good. Pants. Sorry about that. No, you're fine. But yeah, in my case, it's been uh, uh, usually I have that long commute, and now I've been home. I've been able to see my kids more. Just uh, I
0: really don't want to give that up for me too. This, How about you fingers? One thing that uh I we kind of started like the idea of it but like we really kicked it in like in high gear was doing the podcast. I hope we keep doing the podcast cuz uh that's something that kind of just I think everybody just like like we started out the conversation with. Everybody kind of needed that conversation and stuff and I you know as as we get out of this phase I I think it's something that people are still going to hopefully uh latch on to and, you know, they appreciate it versus the normal talk show type, you know, where you get the five minutes and you get your quick promo out and your plugs Mm. and that's it.
1: Yeah. It it seems to be something that's really
0: kind of caught on, you know, I mean obviously it's it's yeah, it's definitely a popular thing. But uh I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to more uh making it in Japan podcasts and looking forward to interviewing more cool people like you. So this is this has been a blast. Like this has been so much fun.
3: Me too. First awkward silence of the night we did it guys. <laughs> I know we, usually
2: we get our awkward silence in like 10 minutes into the night, but it took us what like an hour and some change? i'm
1: being, yeah. I'm, I'm creating I'm creating the awkward silences because
0: there is a because there delay. is a time lag yeah there's and a little I keep talking
1: delay. over you so now so that's why i'm um, I'm not being my normal self normally I'd just be jumping in to fill that silence like that. Any more questions? Uh, did we go into like did we wanna talk about
2: the blue box stuff with Donna or is that Is that you something want you wanna
0: talk about? This whole blue box incident? Oh man. I, I saw you were you were kinda of tweeting about it earlier with uh in regards to uh just it being this wild conspiracy thing.
1: Sid was make a comment to to Andy goat, like haha, oh the truth is out there. Uh-huh. And even then I thought well, that's a super... Lame. What, a, what a lame comment! But it was like ten thirty. It's about to pop into bed, and then it just blew up there into oh, yeah. Donna Berg mm-hmm. is saying that the truth is out there. It's like yeah, yep. it's just it's just an inane comment. Yeah, it's not even. And then I just started going nuts. Like okay, if you if you reckon this is a yeah, it's that's... like one time I I went to Nintendo and I. Was working on something, and they said Donald Burke is working on something. That was the title of of some article. So these yeah.
0: journalists are thirsty. But anyway, I, yeah. I think
1: it's. I reckon I'm going to jump in there. I reckon it's a whole, it's a setup, and we're it's going to be revealed as a setup. That's my take. What about you guys?
3: It is um. It's a bit of an ongoing theme on this show that we we sort of lampoon the uh, the rumor mongers and the conspiracy theorists because like you said any innocuous comment made in jest uh can be spun into into a giant you know uh rumor that you know is is going to fuel youtubers for months and yeah jest, <sighs> yeah
0: yeah so this it's, it's, it's been uh, going on for a couple of weeks with this what can you do thing. except
1: yeah but the thing that makes me think mm, is Jeff Keeley's face, mate? <laughs> look at his face. He's just like, oh, I can't say anything. <gasps> yeah. oh, no, there's nothing to be said. It's just like, <laughs> so, you know, that's a dead giveaway. He's a dead giveaway in a good way. Hello, Jeff. <laughs> I kind of
3: hope so
0: because yeah, he's that, a, that,
1: he's um, guy. so I reckon he's just having a, yeah.
0: It's definitely something that, uh, like with that was, with was me, That games. was just me burping. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> well, we got, we got Donna burp in the house.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, you'll episode. hear it later when you do the
1: playback. <laughs> it was a nice little of. Nice. Uh, I'm drinking a bit of a gassy drink here, but yeah, yeah keep going, fingers. Sorry to interrupt you, mate.
0: Um. Yeah, it's definitely like a, a very Kojima esque thing, and with what happened with the Moby Dick studio, and 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 how that ended up being the how we heard about you know Metal Gear Solid V. It was like, okay, so this isn't outside of his playbook. So everybody thinks, oh, he's doing it again, and that's that's kind of what the whole conspiracy is. Is like, oh, this this developer, you know, there's a guy Hassan uh, Cameron who yeah, has the fooled same- me once.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to be fooled again. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it, it does seem like they just got really just caught up in this big, you know, this big mess. And they said a couple of things that people started connecting the dots. And it's uh, that poor guy, Hassan, looked like he was in tears when he had to make that video and be like, I'm a real person. I'm not an actor. Uh, and, th- and then people made memes of Kojima off screen, like holding a gun to his head, like, say the line. <laughs> like, it's just this, this internet crowd is, they're nuts. But it's it's all the ruse cruise. That's what you signed up for with Kojima.
1: But it's it's all in good fun. I, that's why I like it. I feel like it's all in yeah. good fun. We don't, as adults, we don't have Christmas anymore. We've got Amazon Prime. We Whenever we want something, boom, it's delivered. Bang, we never have to. We never have to wait for anything. So to have some sort of faux drama yeah. and something to look forward to, God. I'm I'm there. Num <laughs> num. Please. Oh was... wait, the sourdough needs you know. <laughs> That's about all that I've got going on.
0: That's we yeah, accidentally fun. kicked up a big controversy. Yeah. Nitroid set up a uh, a fake account called Tom Olson and it was this like Metal Gear Solid 2 thing where he had I, I don't know, I'm not sure if you heard about that. There was like this big Big rumor mill thing they got, you know, talked about uh, uh, a, f- a few months ago. But he kind of, he went in and, like, hacked the game's camera using somebody else's thing and got all this footage that wasn't available in the game. So it was, like, convincing enough to where people were like, wait, is this, does this mean we're I can, getting I something can sum, new? I well, can sum it up. Yeah. <laughs> I can give you the short version of this.
2: <laughs> Art project um, gone wrong. Okay. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> I, I, I basically turned one of the games into uh, a photography blog. And just was just I was uh-huh. just dick, I was just dicking around, right? Like I wasn't trying to do anything serious. But then a bunch of journalists uh started writing stories about how I was uh this fake account that I made that was never anything other than just like, hey, cool photos, uh, was hinting at a new game that Konami was was doing uh, uh some secret reveal of. And it blew up and I I just sort of got like a deer in headlights at it. Like, oh God, like, what do I, what do I do? And like, you know, I I think I managed to to kind of, yeah. And I did. And they were just like, well, that's what a guy doing a marketing thing would say. And just.
2: Can't win.
1: uh, Oh, that's funny.
2: And then when I finally made
3: a whole explanation, like, no, I'm not working with Konami. This was just. For fun, I, they got mad.
0: <laughs> but then a lot of people just appreciated it for what it was, you know, and just...
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah I don't know. I think we're all going crazy for being stuck inside for too long. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, added, You might have added some fuel with that With that one little tweet you you kicked off a whole other branch of this alternate universe <laughs> where Kojima's <laughs> working on a... Uh, a horror game now
3: don't that's you get it guys we're comedy. all in on it so i know like the
1: truth is out there it's, you know anyone knows that's just from you know x-files yeah, exactly <laughs> i swear oh, to god being silly <laughs> i swear oh.
2: to god if i wake up and there's a little google alert that says something like like donna burke and tom Olson podcast <laughs> hint at blue box thing i'm going to flip my desk and quit this job <laughs>
0: Wait. <laughs> Let's get the guys paid
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, you gotta laugh, you'd cry
0: I just want to have a good time It did turn into a lot bigger of a thing than we intended, for sure
2: Dude, the road <laughs> to hell is paved
1: with it's the nice desire know that to people time. No, I just say, um, Nitroid it's nice to know that people are taking notice of what you're doing
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah it's uh that's another curse of being an artist is that anything you make is inevitably going to be misunderstood. Especially if it gets popular.
1: Yeah, but that's a price, so you know um first world problems.
3: <laughs> yeah. Fair.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, some person's trying to get enough water to drink and we're like, damn that Twitter's right. just blown up and they're like, Oh, I just wish I could yeah. have
0: enough water. I'm so getting yeah. more notifications that's- than normal.
3: Yeah, yeah perspective. <laughs> It I mean, helps. if
2: I if I told my mom about these problems, that's exactly what she would say. It's like <laughs> someone's looking for water out there, Chelsea. You need you need to stop.
3: Yeah, I mean, I myself have given my kids yeah. the you know there are starving children speech at dinner when they <laughs> won't eat. So
1: yeah, yeah. My parents did the same thing.
3: It's a good line. Never well, guys, works, but it's a good to, line.
1: Good. To, uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs>
3: Sorry, go good ahead. Good to
1: hang out. And uh, we'll all all will be revealed tonight about the Blue Box <laughs> Conspiracy, yep. apparently. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Donna, thank you again so much for coming on the show. Yep. We really appreciate you awesome. taking the time. We've had a blast tonight. This has been so much fun.
1: Yeah, my pleasure. And thanks for asking me. And uh, good to catch up and stay safe, everyone. And we'll see you uh, with the Richmond Symphony, probably in uh, twenty twenty three, and with there. the um, Nashville Symphony in twenty twenty three, I it would I'm, and then followed by some chicken wings. Thanks.
3: Yes, right. absolutely. Heard it here first. Chicken
1: sandwich. Sorry. Yeah. Hot chicken yes.
2: sandwiches. Yay!
0: Bring a glass of milk. It's hot.
1: Yay!
0: And if uh, if you wanted to plug uh, your social media, your your channels, your podcast. Uh, if you wanted to do that, you can. No, So they
1: can just Google me.
0: All right, sounds nah. good. <laughs>
1: Someone just said that to me, like, can you send me a link to to your performances? And I said, just Google, Google me, darling.
0: Me, <laughs> Perfect. Oh, Y'all know her. Gosh. It's Donna Burke. Just Google
1: Donna Burke. <laughs> you know, some people think I'm arrogant and I can't see it. For the life of me, I can't see it. Oh,
0: I think you know. this, this podcast All right, is guys. Approved.
1: Dead bedtime for some of you
0: yeah well, it's getting pretty late here have
1: been
2: but yeah i guess so
0: all right thanks again donna thank oh, you
2: cool. all right and give a give Archie much much much. To me. Again, good so night much, so much. An honor. thank you so much all right bye <laughs>